So when are we uh, gonna like? Where are we starting the recording at? Is this like part of the podcast? All right, you ready? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. We're back. Season two, Injured Reserve podcast, kickstarting. It's been, I think it's been like two months since I've done a podcast, Lynch. You you were doing your little, your evergreen stuff, so. Evergreen stuff? Yeah. You're more like stuff that isn't just football related. You were talking to some other stuff. Yeah, I was talking to just regular people, talking about regular shit, but football season's back. The draft happened Crazy. on Thursday. Um, you're a Bucks fan. So before yeah. we get started on like the quarterbacks and shit, how did you feel about the Bucks draft? Um, the draft in, in total, um, I'm a little, little like indecisive on. Like, I think it'll, it, it's one of those drafts that is going to have to like kind of like pan out. Um, Because, I mean, it's a big hit if Kyle Trask, you know, is the, you know, the the aftermath of Tom Brady and, like, he's able to take over after Tom Brady. Because, like, I feel like we kind of drafted him a little early. Um, However, Which round did you guys draft him in? The last pick of the second round. However, he's not making it to the last pick of the third round, so... Mm-hmm. It was either we draft him at that pick or we trade up in the third round. Um, but Tom Brady's going to play for another f- seven years, so I, I feel seven like years is kind of a reach for Kyle Trask. Um, <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they, I, I mean, I think realistically we're looking at probably another two, maybe three years of Tom Brady um, at playing at a high level. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it, it it allows Kyle Trask to come in and like literally like have no expectations um however like i think they hit a home run with uh joe tryon um from washington the edge rusher i think he is he's gonna fit right in um and he brings a a little youth to um an aging front seven um for the bucks and then i liked i liked rounds three and four with uh the Robert Hainsey from Notre Dame. Um, they have a really good pedigree of putting out really quality linemen. Um, and I, I like how he played tackle, um, but they, they're really thinking of him as like a guard or center combo type thing. So he provides depth there. Um, I feel like he, you guys were the only team that really didn't have any needs. Look, yeah, guys, so, everyone came back for the Super Bowl and then maybe, yeah. like, for, like, depth for, like, maybe in a couple years down the line. Yeah. Really, like, for 2021, 22, you guys don't fucking need anyone. You just got to make sure people stay healthy. So, and that that leads me to um, our fourth-round picks. A lot of people, a lot of Bucks fans, I was – I spent the good bit of yesterday um, after I got home reading um, – a lot of comments about why we traded up for a wide receiver in the fourth round. Yeah, um, you guys have fucking wait. You guys have Mike Evans. You just signed Chris Godwin to the franchise tag, which means you're probably going to sign a long-term deal next year. You yeah. re-signed AB. 
You have Scotty Miller, who's a solid like three or four receiver, and you guys have yeah. Tyler Johnson, who you guys like and think is so, the next big thing. So, like, how many receivers do you need? We have five. Like I, I've explained to other people, we have five people that are essentially locks to make up the roster at that position. However, um, with special teams being so important, um, that was the one thing that I always felt last year that we were lacking is like a difference maker in special teams, like punt return and kick returning. Like our punt returner and kick returner was like serviceable. You guys should have AB like, return punts. Well, I mean, he wasn't about that life and they didn't, they, a part of it was they didn't want him because they didn't want him to do it because they, they wanted him to stay fresh and, you know, not have the opportunity to get injured. Yeah, but now you oh. guys, you guys barely wanted him even back. The only reason he, but, he came back is so Tom Brady. They, and he, it gets out to be like a shit deal. They always wanted him back. They they wanted him to clear up that the civil dispute that he had, and they basically said that the moment that that was clear, that it was like, you know, the green the the green light for him to come back. Um, but the the kid that they got this Jalen Darden kid. Um, he scored 19 touchdowns last year at, at North Texas. I mean, it's not against the best competition, but like, it's obviously he's also not playing with Tom Brady there schedule. too. I could do that. Nothing. He's yeah. a bum. Okay. He's a well, bum. Um, he, he's apparently, um, a threat to, t- uh, to take it to the end zone every single time he touches his ball. So, um, so I'm he excited. Be the kick returner, punt returner guy? Yeah, he's he's going to be the guy that does kick returning, punt returning. And like I said, you, it, it gives us – Who did you guys us, have last year to do that? Um, his name was Jalen Mickens. Um, and he was, like I said, serviceable. But, like, I never felt that he could change the game. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, being a Cowboys fan, you watched enough Deshaun Jackson with, you know, the Eagles and stuff. And then even when – like Des would return punts for you, uh, punts for you guys. Yeah, it makes a big like, difference with someone who can take it to the house yeah. every now and then, or at least if they don't, to have good field position. Yeah, and, and the fact that they're not going to make dumb decisions. Like that's the biggest thing. Like there were a couple times last year where Mickens kind of put us in a shit spot because he would, you know, try and take the ball out from inside the five on a punt, or he would try and take it from like eight yards deep in the end zone, and like he know, he's not fast. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, sure, yeah, that's like that's what the Cowboys used to do. The Cowboys used to have two punt returners, they'd have one based off field position if it was like an obvious, yeah. like, return guy, and then they'd have like a smart guy who would like, like basically I, fair catch it and make good yeah. decisions. I remember they used the to they used to throw Beasley back there for a little bit as well, like in situations. Yeah, and he was good, he could, he could take back punts, he was pretty yeah. quick. But I, I, they did, so I feel that they did, you know, okay. Um, but I mean, it, obviously, looking back five years from now, it's all going to be based on whether or not uh, Kyle Trask pans out. Yeah, you could, he could not even make the team. It's crazy because like all these draft picks, like it's just like everyone's so optimistic, and I'm optimistic too with the Cowboys of all these guys. But then if you look back, it's like half these dudes don't make the team. Like half the dudes are busts, and like one, yeah. one or two guys actually become impact players on the team. So I mean that, and that's the thing, like. I don't, obviously, everyone knows Jason Lake for the Roberto Aguayo pick um, and whatnot. Like, but that was a good that, pick when that when it happened. I feel like Roberto Aguayo was the, the best kicker of all time. Yeah, so like I'm, ta- I'm taking him in the first round too. If 
I'm so I mean they everyone shits on him for that, but like he has he has a very good track record ever since he's been there of getting the majority of the draft onto the team and contributing. Like it's mm-hmm. not like we're just drafting people, cutting them, you know, come August. Yeah. Um and I think honestly every single person that they drafted has an opportunity to make the team. Um mm-hmm. who'd you get drafted? And in the then first obviously who did you draft in the first round? Uh, Joe T- uh, Tryon from Washington. Is a D lineman or O lineman? He is that defensive end, outside linebacker. Mm, shoot, there you go. How do you feel about the Cowboys, who got the best defensive player in the draft? I I disagree, but um, that's what Kuiper and uh, McShay and all the experts were saying. Michael Parsons I, is the highest ceiling defensive player in the draft. So I I, I get the highest ceiling. Um, I mean, and I'm reading the PFF thing, and it says how Parsons is the best linebacker prospect that we've seen in years. Yeah, he's, um, he's a, he was a better prospect than Devin White, and Devin White's a fucking beast. So Yeah. I'll, I mean, it, the thing is, obviously, like, you guys have always had good linebackers. It's always just been the issue of, like, staying healthy. Yeah. Like, um, the, um, so, Sean Lee just retired. Vander Esch yeah. has, like, these neck issues that have been looking for two years. And Jalen Smith is, like, good one week, bad the next. So, we need – if we can get – and people are saying Parsons is going to walk in as the best defensive player on our team, which isn't but saying that, much because it team says was trash it, last year. I don't I, – but that, that, that's the thing. Like, inside linebacker isn't, you know, a need. Um, I, feel, I feel like it's a, such an underrated position nowadays. Like, those like, Brian Erlacher, or Luke Keekley types, like, that's, that's the heart of a defense. But I, I I understand, and if he you know steps in day one and goes, but like you already have Vander Esch and you like you said Jalen Smith, like what Vander are you going to do with the one that doesn't start? Mark. We could, we start three linebackers. Sean Lee started too. I don't know. Taking, I don't think you Sean start Lee's... four. I don't think you start three inside linebackers, but no, we start three. They're they're they're, they're like interchangeable positions between the Mike, the Will, and the fucking Sam. Like, we figure out who's, be- who's best at what. Those three guys start. And then I'm sure Michael Parsons won't get as many snaps. Like, if we go nickel, which most teams do, like, most of the time. But the thing is, he, the guy off the field. he's he's that sideline, the sideline linebacker that in nickel that you need. Yeah, okay, listen to this. I'm sure fucking – and Van Dersen is going to miss some games. So, he'll start there. I'm sure in the beginning of the year, getting used to the playbook and shit, he won't get as many snaps. And then – Toward the end of the year, probably play a lot more. And then I'm sure next year, either Vander Esch or Jalen Smith won't be on the team. So it's yeah. not like it's a forever thing. Like a lot of these picks, even though like, like who knows who's going to be on the team like in 2022. Yeah. You know, so you pick, you can even like a lot of these teams take players who they don't even need because they don't need them now, but they might need them next year. I understand. You know, but um, yeah, I was, I was hoping we took Patrick Sertan the DB from fucking Alabama, but he gets swiped at number nine right before we fucking take. Yeah, I, I mean, that was whenever I was looking at mocks, um, that was the guy that was consistently there. But obviously, I don't think you have a problem with taking Micah Parsons No, there. I'll take Micah Parsons any day of the week. I think a linebacker, because I think you can be serviceable with, like, mediocre cornerbacks. Like, not trash, but if he's, like, a C cornerback, because, I mean, it's a passing league. Guys are going to throw 500 yards on you anyways, no matter what, no matter who you have on you. Yeah. If you have serviceable DBs, like, you want impact players in, like, the D-line and, like, linebackers. And I think you can get by with, like, okay DBs. 
Yeah, I mean, you if you, you can't have with like okay linebackers or okay D linemen, yeah, if you have the if you have the game changers in the front seven, you can like you said get by with serviceable um, secondary players. But like if your players and and the secondary are mediocre and your front seven is mediocre, then you're yeah. You're like if you don't have players. a pass rush, you're you're ass. And then if you have a great DB. All the quarterback has to do is not pass it to him. Like there's yeah. plenty of DBs who have like the quarterback just ignore them, yeah. and they go on like the number two guy. So I don't mind going like big on like linebackers or defensive linemen. Yeah. How do you feel about the um, Trey Lance Mac Jones number three situation? I thought I, so. I am not a big Mac Jones person. I uh, I don't think he's very good. Um, I, I mean. Other people's argument is that if Tua is a first-round pick, then Mac Jones is as well because he did more um, than Tua did. Who's saying that? I mean, fucking Tua's borderline bust based off how he plays this year. Like, he's, like, he's on but edge. I, I The way I see it, I was like, Mac Jones played with, you know, four number one receivers. Um, with yeah, Waddle. Yeah, I'd be decent with, at Alabama, too, if I was playing quarterback. Guaranteed. I mean... I don't know. I, with, fucking, I, with fucking pro quarterback coach, this is yeah. Pico, by the way. Now, um, now I mean, Mac Jones has become a a walking meme. Um, Did you see how he walked? He walked like a grandma leaving the supermarket. Someone, someone put it next to uh, the Joker, um, walking <laughs> away the from hospital? the building. Yes, he walked. The first when I saw him walk, I'm like, that's a fucking meme. He dude walks like a fucking. Yeah. grandma or some shit like like bringing back their kid who stole something from the supermarket like walking yeah. walking it back to return oh but, my god i mean so like i mean he he falls into a good situation yeah, um he's not he's not beating up cam like he's definitely not playing this year unless the other the cam other meme i ass. saw was the uh you remember the commercial with the little kid that uh when cam was in carolina and he was like i'm warming up my arm Oh yeah, they were saying that that kid grew up to be Mac Jones. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. I can see that. I need to find that. I mean, that's funny. But it oh, it will uh, it will be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I it, I don't know. I don't think that they have a whole. I don't think they have a whole lot of talent there. I think that's the main issue. Like yeah, the yeah, like you can't put Mac Jones in with like the bums they have a receiver. Yeah, especially like, with like with like Edelman retiring, like who do they even have? They signed two like mediocre receivers. They already they have overpaid. mediocre receivers. Yeah, like fucking what's his name? Nelson Aguilar? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean they Christ. they brought in two tight ends, so obviously like that helps. Um, yeah, I mean that, that that's like the only good thing they brought is two stud tight ends, but yeah. they have no receivers. But I thought I thought Trey Lance was like issuing for like the third third pick unless you unless as San Francisco you buck the trend and you just go uh, Sewell there like because I don't know I was talking to Lions fans and I was I was like you have you you guys got to steal with um, with your pick with drafting the best offensive lineman because if it's not you know a quarterback heavy draft those offensive linemen go, you know, one, two, and three oh, typically yeah, every year. I don't get these GMs. If I'm a GM, like, I'm not drafting – I'm not drafting anyone unless it's a sure thing. Like, yeah. I'm not drafting – like, half of these quarterbacks are bust. 
The other half are like, okay, only like one or two end up being like franchise quarterbacks. Yeah. Like so, just to take a quarterback just because you're at number seven is so stupid. Like, take the sure thing, and then get get a quarterback later. Like, it makes no sense to draft these quarterbacks if they're not sure about it, just because he's the third or fourth ranked quarterback. Like, and if I'm the Jets, this is why you fucking tank. Like, you tank to get Trevor Lawrence. Like, you're wishing this Zach Wilson guy's good. Who knows? But like, if it's not a sure thing, I'm taking Sewell. I'm taking like these surefire, all pro guys before I take. Guess on a but you have to you have to look at it at the same time like you know they already went through the one year of tanking um more or less and True. you know the jets um you know they tried to get you know the number one pick to get lawrence um no they didn't they tried to win those games i mean you had and Adam did. Gase as your quarterback. I mean, as your coach, Adam Gase so. can't even lose right. He's such a fucking loser. If he gets another job in the NFL, I swear to oh my god, he's, he's so gonna get bad. a job with the Cowboys. I'm sure. Jumpy go. But who um, is Gase? Adam Gase? Yeah, he's gonna be the Cowboys' uh, offensive coordinator. What is Gase doing right now? Who's he working for? I, I can find out. Um, I'm surprised it's not at Alabama. Alabama rehab. Adam Gase is. I don't know what he's doing. Go check his wiki. Um, it doesn't really say that what he's doing right now. Alabama's last chance to you for coaches. No, I mean it, the last thing is the Jets. So he's unemployed, like he should be. He's a freaking bum. I'm sure he'll get another job. He ruined Sam Darnold. Yeah. And there's so many free agents right now. I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Like, Le'Veon Bell is a free agent. They Earl want Thomas, so much money. The, the Cowboys still can't sign Earl Thomas. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that. Is anyone going to sign that guy? I, I think there's a lot more there than, you know, is let yeah, on. Yeah, he's a, he's a psycho. He's probably a CTE, but he can play. I mean, that's the I issue. Signed him, I would have signed him two weeks ago or two years ago. That's the issue, though, Reg, is that, you know, not everyone wants a psycho. Yeah, bring him into camp. If he acts up, cut him. I don't see the big deal. He's a potential all-pro safety still. But you have to you have to sign him on that shitty contract that you just talked about how the Bucks signed AB on. Yeah, sign him to one. Clearly, he doesn't want that. He'd rather do that than not play? I guess. I don't think so. I think no one wants him because he's toxic. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. There's so many good free agents left. I wonder what's going to happen. Are you doing the um? Are you doing the? Are you in the fantasy um, dynasty league? Yeah. When is that? That draft is coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I believe he wants to get on Zoom um, this coming week, and then he wants to you know start that draft uh, via the Zoom session and then go from there. Which which pick do you have? Um, if I kept all my picks, I would have the second pick. However, I don't remember what pick I have. After trading and wheeling and dealing for Darren Waller, I uh, now am the holder of the eighth pick. You traded the second pick? I I traded the first. At the time when I traded it, I was the worst team in the league um, due to <laughs> all the injuries. Trade? Due to all the injuries and all the COVID situations and um. I traded away my first round pick at that time. Um, 
for Darren Waller and I want to say another running back. Um, now looking at my team, my team is very set on uh, everything that it needs. Um, so you're so you're pretty good going into this. Yeah, because like I, I mean I have I have a lot of running backs in kind of like timeshares, and we'll kind of see how it turns out because like how do you have running backs in timeshares? What does that mean? So like there you're not the main guy, and um, you know like I have you, I have Marlon Mack a, coming. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you don't have a stud. I have I have I had Raheem Mostert, but Raheem. Oh Mostert. shit. So the thing is they they drafted a running they drafted a running back in the second round so we'll see how that goes. Um can you give a phone on you? Can you see what pick I have? I uh you own the seventh pick. That's not bad. I think I'd get some of these. I'd probably get Kyle Pitts, you think? Uh, I highly, highly doubt it. I mean there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that people might want. I don't know. Um, but I have, I have, I have Miles Sanders. Um, so he was obviously hurt most of the year last year. And, you know, I'm sure by out. eight, you you can get either Etienne or Najee yeah. Harris. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not I'm not concerned with you know not being able to get anyone. And then I have Carson Wentz. Um, Bust. But I mean, he's gonna play. So. I have Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Danny Dimes. Um, so I have people that may not be good in real life. Uh, but good in fantasy. I have, Cam. Yeah. I have Cam if you want Cam Lynch. You want Cam? I do not want Cam. You don't all. think Cam's going to have a resurgent year with Mac Jones behind him? I think Cam is going to have a resurgent year. You're dumb. You want Breeze? I do not. <laughs> I do not want a guy that's out of the league. You don't want Breeze? He's coming back. No, I mean, no. He's pulling a Favre. Uh, I'm fine. I have, I have Michael Thomas, so... Yeah, when Michael Thomas learns how to run another route than you know the quick slant, he was such a bust last year. Oh my he God. was hurt and didn't want to play and all that. So, yeah, but I, I have I have a good team, so I'm I'm excited for this coming year to where I can actually compete rather than just watch my guys be hurt all year. For real, yeah, that's some good good rookies. A lot of receivers, quarterbacks, Kyle Pitts, running backs. I mean, they'll be good. Yeah, for the dynasty league. Who won the championship in the Trump Chunk League? Was it Doyle? I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about it. I finished second. You were in the championship. Who you? Who'd you play? Yeah, I, I, if I could tell you, I would. Um, I think. However, was it Doyle? the app, the app, no, it was not Doyle. I want to say it was Dave Wojcik. Was it? I think it was Wojcik. Because he had the best team, like all year, didn't he? Yeah, Wojcik. He would. But. I uh, I was there. I made it there, and I was ready to go, and the things just, you know, kind of fell apart. Jesus. All right, last question. What was the biggest surprise of the draft? The Browns having the best draft. Really? Who'd they take? Um, first round, they had um, cornerback from Northwestern. Um, I mean, as you said, like, Everyone needs corners. You can never have enough corners. Um, Greg Newsom the second. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty highly ranked. Yeah, and then they backed it up with the their second round of uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa uh, um, from Notre Dame, and a lot of places um, from what I saw had him uh, 
as like a top 15 pick. Oh, like um, JOK. I saw, yeah, I saw a lot of tweets about him. Yeah. So with him falling, obviously, like that helps. Like anyone that drafts him at that point, like has a highly rated um, player. Um, yeah. They had, the ESPN has this guy as the number one ranked inside linebacker. Yeah. So like he's, you know, he's really good. He fills, you know, he fills a hole um, and can go from there. And then they, you know, as every team, you know, is looking for, they need speed um, in their receiving core. And they got that with Anthony Schwartz um, from Auburn, um, who is one of those players that can take it to the house every single time. Um, however, he's not going to be a guy that is, uh, that's going to, you know, play the outside position. So I don't know how that's necessarily going to work out um, unless mm-hmm. he's going to be like the fourth receiver and come in and play the slot because obviously Jarvis Landry is not going to go outside. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, so, Odell might be healthy. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, even with Odell, like you have Odell, you have Jarvis Landry, you, you have those guys running out of the slot sometimes. You're not going to have a, a guy that's five foot eight running outside routes and stuff like that. I'm so pissed at the Cowboys. So the Cowboys in the second round take this cornerback from fucking Kentucky that literally no one's ever heard of. They I take mean, him, he's, he's fast. They take, they take him before Asante Samuel Jr. They take him before. Take him before. What, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, you're pulling the Mike McCarthy things. Yeah, I don't fucking get it. I was, I was pissed. At least get somebody who's like ranked highly. Like this dude better be a stud. If you're gonna reach like that, he's fast. Who's who cares? I mean, you got you got to be fast. able to chase after people after That's you what get he's burned. Doing yeah, he's gonna get burned easily if I can be able to catch up. Because I don't know if he's good. And like the Cowboys drafted like four or five dudes with like off the field concerns issues. I mean, they've always been the the team that is like okay with like taking those chances. Well, they went with Jason Garrett. He was like a dude who needed guys a good character, but so maybe they're like, "Fuck Jason Garrett." Any philosophy Jason Garrett wants to do, we're doing the opposite. Yeah, like I mean, got they, one dude, some O lineman dude, had got eleven claims of domestic violence against his, his ex girlfriend. It had eleven claims of domestic violence, and we drafted that dude. We yeah. had like in the first, uh, and then um, Micah Parsons had a thing. I think this cornerback had some kind of situation. Like we, a whole bunch of dudes on, that we drafted were like character. You guys are guys. becoming like the the Raiders of modern yeah. day. Like how everyone was like the Raiders just draft the bad boys and now the Cowboys. Hey. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys kind of did that, yeah. like with Randy Gregory. Um, yeah, Greg Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, all those had Pac-Man Jones. All yeah. like Jerry Jones loves getting like these dudes with like high talent who like have issues yeah and then they have the issues and then he's pissed yeah we got we signed tank johnson there for a little bit yeah yeah i don't know what the fuck's going on so but i think with Dak back we have the second best receiving core in the league after the bucks Bucks. yeah and we have zeke although on a a mission i don't think you guys i don't think you guys have a better receiving core than uh atlanta now how do you figure Kyle Pitts is better than every receiver on your team. Okay. If you go if you go top three receivers plus tight end, I would take our three receivers over Atlanta's three receivers. I don't even know who the third receiver is. It's Russell Gage, and it doesn't matter who the third receiver is. 
Yes, it I does. could be the third receiver when, and they would still have a better. Not better than Gallup, Amari, and CD. Yes. No. You have Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Russell okay. Gage. I wouldn't. I would take. Okay, so those two are better than our top two, but our third one's so much better than their third one. I'll take our receivers over it. I feel bad for you. And then Blake Jarwin, if he comes not back from ACL, Pitts. he's not better than not Kyle better Pitts, than but Pitts. okay, but it's a wash. I say it's a wash then. It's not a wash. Kyle Pitts is as much better as Blake Jarwin as CeeDee Lamb is better than Russell Gage. Then but Atlanta then has way. a better Atlanta has a better receiving core. Yeah, but we have better quarterback. Wash. you you don't even know if Dak's gonna be like okay. He's healthy. It's he's hundred percent. That injury is not that big a deal. Okay. It's not not for like as long as he had to rehab it. It's had a it's gonna have like a year to he's fine. Okay. I'd rather have him do that than tear his ACL, I'll tell you that. I mean as long as you don't have Ben DiNucci <laughs> taking snaps again. Exactly. It's like he was like another person, like a seventh round pick. Everyone's so hyped about it. every single pick, a team is like, Oh yeah, this guy's great. Or you get a fucking seventh rounder with Ben DiNucci looking ass. Now he's uh he's apparently pretty big on TikTok. Ben DiNucci? Yeah. That's where he needs to be big. He's not gonna be big in the league. <laughs> tell you I that. hear you. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. So that's the draft. Um, I hope Michael Parsons is as good as he's supposed to be. He looks. But this is why you fucking tank teams. If you're not gonna make the playoffs and you know it, tank. The fans appreciate it. You appreciate it on draft day. You don't want to be fucking get like the number twelfth pick because you tried hard and went seven and nine. It's so stupid. But I mean, any anyone in the in the NFC East has a chance year in year out. That's true. You can win the division and get it. Get it. Yeah, you can win the game division at seven and nine. That's what I'm saying. So. Oh yeah. All right, I'm getting out of here because I got to relearn how to edit the podcast. It might take me <laughs> fucking a long time. All right, man. But uh, season two, Enter Reserve, we're back. And uh, yeah, we'll do another one ASAP whenever something crazy happens in the league. All right, All right Lynch, appreciate it. Take it easy. Peace. See you.